Okay, you guys, let's do this. It's gonna be so professional. Like, so professional. Here we go. Welcome to the Lab Support Podcast with your host, Michelle Van Dusen and June Colson, a couple of clean comedians who support each other and others through comedy's wacky and winding roads. I hope you're ready. Get set. Let's go. Since podcasts have a catchy tune, we wrote this song for Michelle and June. Clean comedians are best friends too. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> and you never know what they'll say or do. Here we go, sing with me. I'm a support, board, board. With Michelle, who's really short. We'll have a ball, ball, ball. With June, who's really tall. They have fun, fun, fun. Interviewing comedians. I'm a support, board, board. With Michelle, who's really short. Support podcast brought to you by the Hot Bread Comedy Network. Wow. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's never going to get old. With Michelle, who's really short. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the Laugh Support Podcast, the award winning Laugh Support Podcast. I'm your host. Let's say it right this time. June Colson. There you That's go. me. And my best friend, um, Michelle, with one L, Van Dusen. How you doing, Michelle what, what, Van Dusen? What? I'm well. It's so good to see you. Um, how's the air up there? I'm just curious because, you know, <laughs> down here, it's really, really nice. <laughs> That's not a cheesy joke at all. No one ever, no one's ever said that to me. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Okay. So we're into the new, uh, we're into the second season of the yes, last season two. podcast. Again, uh, brand new song. I love the video that you did too, that has um, just faces of people who joined us in our first season, all of our most amazing friends. Uh, that yeah. That's so cool to see that. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about today, Michelle. We're going to talk about how you got a friend, you know, what's it, what movie is that? What's the, um, toy story. Toy story. You got, got a friend, a friend in me. In me. Okay. We're oh, not going to yeah. sing it. Uh... No, let's not. No, that was bad. <laughs> that was really bad. But yeah. So, um, so on this episode, we're going to kind of talk about friendships and our friends in comedy and what a benefit it is to have. Ooh, we're not going to talk about friends with benefits. This is a clean podcast. <laughs> Okay, wrong. Oh my lord! Oh my lord! Look, I my always sound like is an insurance agent. So if you need some benefits, life yes, insurance. Yeah, no, I always sound like a bad guy, but like you're the one who was talking about a, a Corvette bra a few minutes ago. So um, I'm just saying that wasn't on the air, but I'm just gonna put it out there. She's not as uh, squeaky as you think, y'all. She's not. No, I'm just kidding, Michelle. You're awesome. Okay, so so friends, comedy friends. Our friends in our life, right? One thing about... I can't believe you just outed me like that. <laughs> well, at least I didn't post it on Facebook. You have a way of telling on me on social media and not... I mean, it's just on the podcast. Um, okay, so let's talk about friends. So friends, yes. um, one thing that bonds us to friends is having experiences that only you and that person fully get. Mm -hmm understand yes. you know um it's kind of like brothers and sisters you know like with my brother and my sister i don't have to explain my parents to them mom <laughs> does something or dad does something we can just look at each other we know you know what i mean and with your friends it's like that with certain certain um you know experiences and you and i were talking earlier that both of us our earliest best friends were you know cousins so i had my cousin mm -hmm. angel 
who has uh, been one of my best friends forever. And we were talking about your cousin. Now tell us, Michelle, about your cousin and this weird thing that only you guys would understand. Okay, so I have um, my cousin, Laura Leonardo, and um, she's tall like you. And and so if I walked behind her, you know, and her arms would swing, I'd always get smacked in the face. I mean, it just, it, it is what it was, right? I'm sure that was an and, accident. <laughs> um, no, not at all. And <laughs> it totally was an accident. Um, but anytime I would say, uh, don't let the sneaky snake get your root beer, which, uh, it would make her laugh. Now, I don't know where the saying came from or why she enjoyed that so much or where the, uh, inside joke was. Okay, I let's think slow it started... down though. It's don't let sneaky snake get your root beer. Okay. Yes. This is yeah, the phrase. Don't let sneaky snake get your root beer. Okay. And- and I think it started with her and her cousin, and it had something to do with actual root beer and snakes. But I'm not 100% sure. All I know is it would make her laugh or smile, and I like seeing people laugh and smile. So I would always say that, and then because she's laughing and smiling, I would laugh and smile. But I have no idea. I hope I'm not saying anything bad right now. I have no idea. Oh, yeah. So if we Google it. It could, be like, it could be like in the Urban Dictionary for something really awful. So uh, nobody Google yeah. that. Nobody Google that. <laughs> Okay, so you guys no had this idea. silly phrase, and then you had an experience with her that um, <laughs> if you if you even I'm gonna guess if you say balcony or uh, sleeping bag, <laughs> that's it. That's all you have to say. You don't have, you don't have to explain any further. But explain nope. to our listeners uh, what happened with you and your sneaky snake cousin on a balcony. <laughs> so um, my brother and my cousin thought it would be fun to roll up inside our sleeping bags to look like a sneaky snake and then just roll off this second floor balcony onto the to the yard below which you know it's our yard and it was a big house and and I'm well, like well why um, wasn't there railing like how could you just roll straight <laughs> off a balcony like <laughs> Okay, you gotta explain that. You have to explain that much. Like, what, okay, like, there was a railing, but it wasn't. Um, it wasn't fenced in. It was a railing, so you know, like the two planks or whatever. So if you're small, a small kid, you can roll right underneath. But if you're standing, you know, the railing is there. So you had to kind of squeeze down. Well, we didn't because we were tiny. You know, um, you just, I'm just gonna say that wasn't up to code. I'm just gonna say. Oh, it's totally, no it was totally up to code. Well, now, no, oh. because, you know, you have to have a safety helmet on for everything. Yeah, um, yeah. But this is how you weed out, you weed out the weak, I think. is. Right. <laughs> true. I'm from the generation, June, that we mm -hmm. would weed out the weak. You know, on, nobody granny, needed to have, uh, on, you know, knee pads or elbow pads or helmets. What's okay, you're, helmet? in your sleeping, you're in your sleeping bag, grandma. <laughs> And uh, probably yeah, so made out of straw or something. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So, um, yeah, so my brother rolled out first and he's like, woo, that was fun. And then my cousin rolled out, woo, that was fun. Come on, Michelle, you could do it. I'm like, oh. And she and she goes, sneaky snake. I'm like, okay, don't let sneaky snake get your root beer. And then I rolled right off and um, I landed smack down on that ground, knocked the wind out of me. I couldn't <laughs> breathe. And so my brother and my cousin like, don't tell mom, don't tell Aunt Joe. Like they're, you know, like, it'll be okay. Yes. You'll be fine. Breathe. You know, like that kind of thing. So nothing happened with those two, but me, I'm like, Ugh. you know, so, um, yeah, I got a lot of trouble with, um, it's, it's amazing that I'm alive. Yeah. Um, having an older brother like I did, but anyway, yeah. so sneaky, don't and let sneaky snake get like your you repair. 
Yeah. And and we we would play all the time um, out at our island. Uh, we would play like Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn and, and Becky, you know, and I was always the girl and I hated it. Uh, so it was, it was fun. It was, we had a good, nice. a good life growing up, but yeah. So nice. then we had these inside secrets or inside phrases mm-hmm. that if you said it or said part of it, then you could giggle. And, uh, of course we'd always get in trouble cause we'd say it at the most inappropriate time. You're sitting in church and you're like, sneaky snake. And you're like, oh yeah. You know, yeah. like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, so. and that's the thing is that it's, it's fun to be around, <laughs> uh, people that, that do get experiences that you have, you know, like I said, my cousin Angel, she was, uh, my best friend growing up and we lived in a little tiny town that had like a population of 600 people. And I, I remember the, there was an, uh, an alley behind my grandma's house that had a basketball goal and all the cute boys in the neighborhood would go play basketball. And so Angel and I wanted to look like we were, uh, you know, really into exercise. This is when Jane Fonda was super cool and stuff. And <laughs> yeah, the headbands and the Yes, Yeah, I know. We had, we had the headbands. We had the shorts with the running stripes on the side of it, the tube socks and our tennis shoes on. And we went to run. We were going to jog through the neighborhood and just happened to, dro- you know, jog by where the boys were shooting hoops. And um, <laughs> my, my cousin Angel goes, well, how long do you think we're going to be gone? And I was like, well, I don't know. I mean, I, you know we'll just see how far we can run. And she goes, we should probably bring a snack. And I was like, yeah, that's true. We don't want to get too far away. What if we get hungry? And here she comes running out of grandma's kitchen with a bag of Oreos. And so we were jogging past the guys like, hey, boys, eating Oreo cookies as we were running. So I'm sure we had the black on our teeth. They're like, hey. And then Oreos, you're thirsty. Did you bring any okay, drinks yeah. with you? Yeah, yeah, you're probably a little, choking. little jug of milk. I had the milk. She had the Oreos. But like, it is that. It's, you know, if, if you say Oreo cookies, both of us look at each other and laugh because we just get it, right? And. <laughs> And, um, and I think it's like that for, uh, I think it could be like that for comedians, you know? Yeah. A lot of times you're in a room where nobody gets sneaky snakes, nobody gets Oreo, right? But when you get to be in a room with other comedians and get to have conversations, there's these inside experiences and moments and things like that, that you've had that only another comedian can get. And, uh, and, and we've talked before uh, on last season, we talked about how it can be, you know, kind of lonely comedy can be lonely. Typically, um, you know, you're doing these shows by yourself, you're on the road by yourself. And, and in this episode, we're talking about how, um, you've, you've got a friend and how important it is to have comedian friends. So I know Michelle, you come, you've come and stayed at my house before, right? Yes, I have. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I had a lot of fun there. Um, your house was amazing and beautiful, but you've moved recently. I and I think part of that was, um, don't let Michelle know where we live again. I think yeah, that's what after, it is. No, after that first experience, we thought, you know, it's probably best that we relocate, you know, because no. <laughs> well, your toilet was smoking. So my toilet was smoking. Okay. So, uh, so this is what happened when comedians stay with you. I, uh, the day Michelle leaves, I go upstairs and, um, and I look in the guest bathroom and she has, um, basically put uh, eyeballs and a cigar in my toilet. It, that's how like she, she propped up some things in the bathroom that made it look like my, my toilet was smoking. It was an empty toilet paper roll and it made it look like my, uh, yeah. my toilet was smoking a cigar. So that's super fun. 
I had well, never seen like that before. It's kind of like when before. you go to cruise and, and they take your, your towels and they shoot yes. them into animals and stuff. I was yeah. trying to do that same thing, but I don't know how to do that. But yeah. I did know how to make it roll it up and make it look like eyes. So it was it was the eyes were the two full toilet paper rolls. Yes, and then that's the right. cigar was an empty toilet paper roll uh, in between the the seat and the lid kind of a yeah. thing. The, so, yeah. Yeah. It looked like my toilet was smoking. And we also got to go, go down the interstate. We ran down to uh, ran down I-65, um, did yep. some videos Michelle was doing <laughs> because I, I think you were doing the videos to document like the last moments of your life because she didn't think she was going to survive my driving and the F-150. <laughs> No, <laughs> at 85 miles an hour down I-65 to go hang out with other comedians uh, in a writer's group. But uh, again, that's another, I have been so blessed to be yes. not too far away from some fantastic comedians, uh, you know, and, and I'll just list a few, but they are, are where I, I, I made friends with Jeff Allen and Moody Malavi and Lee Harden and Christy Condor and, um, you know, Rick Roberts uh, would come there, all of these uh, amazing writers and comedians. And I, I got to learn from them. I got to really cut my learning curve in half by being able to yeah. just sit in at first and just listen to how they punched up jokes and those kind of things. Um, but we, but, you know, you and I got to have that experience and, uh, and it's awesome to be able to go and stay with other comedians and comedians who will open their home to you because we know financially, you oh, know, yeah. not every gig, especially club comedians, you know, a mm -hmm. lot of clubs. I mean, there are a lot of people that are on the road and they're trying to get that experience. They're getting stage time and they aren't getting a huge paycheck as if they were doing a corporate gig. Right. Right. And to have a oh, place yeah. where somebody's one, your friend and can relate to you and hang out with you. And um, two, to soften that blow financially of, you know, having to pay for a hotel room and that kind of stuff. That's that's a big deal. Have you had have you ever had other comedians come stay with you or have you stayed at other people's homes besides mine? I have stayed at other people's homes besides yours. And it's it's a little risky sometimes. It can you, be. You have to, yeah, because you have to know, like, if they have a cat and you're allergic, that's not a good fit for you. Um, yeah. If if uh you know their dogs bite that's not a good fit for you um you know so it's it's just right. this or, or or if they have a house alarm and you have no idea how to turn off the right. alarm yeah. right right oh, the keys under the mat you know it's it'll be fine go that's great until the cops show up they're like hey um what are you doing here like well i had a key mm -hmm. sure <laughs> yes, you did yes. uh, okay this wasn't a comedian this was my son uh <laughs> my son's best friend from elementary school um his name is calvin he's in the military he's in the navy uh shout out to my my sweet boy calvin blanket chip calvin um, yes uh thank you for your service um calvin he's you know he's in the line of duty like he he's in a very dangerous position. And um, I didn't think that being in my subdivision was going to be more dangerous than serving in the military. But what <laughs> happened was he had my garage door was. code and um, it wasn't working. The code wasn't working. And so he just mm -hmm. went to the front door and let himself in. It was not my house. He was at the wrong house. He was two houses down from my house <gasps> and he just walked in on a family, oh. a very big grown man who was like, <laughs> <laughs> what it, I mean, first he was out there like trying to break in with the code, right? And he had been to my house, that, but he got there at night. 
And so the next day, him and his uh, girlfriend went to work out at the gym. And when they came back, it was daytime and he thought he was at the right house. And he literally wa- he walked into the wrong home. And he said, this guy was huge. And I thought, hey, what if he was armed? Like I could have got, right? got him killed. He's, you know, he's more dangerous in, in the subdivision in Kentucky than it is in the Navy. I don't know. It's awful, but details. But yeah. But Pay no, that's attention not a, to the details. That's not a bad thing to say though, is that um, because I usually do when, when someone's coming to stay with me, um, I will let them know that I have dogs to make sure one, that they're not afraid of dogs and two, that they're mm-hmm. not allergic to dogs. Cause yeah, obviously yeah. if they are, then or nuts. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. No. And I do find out like dietary needs as well, because we usually cook for whoever comes. Well, I say we, my husband cooks <laughs> when we have company. He doesn't cook when it's just us, but if someone yeah, comes over, us. he didn't cook for us. No, no, no I didn't. We, I didn't no, get we that ate gas station treatment. food. That's what we did. Yes, we, we did. Ate gas and that was, food. that was a bad decision on our part. <laughs> An you hour know. there, hour back. Yeah, that was a bad decision. Yeah, um, but yeah, it was, having, it was. having a friend like you who's who's very encouraging, very open, and and um, ha- has a hospitality gift. You're know, like, yeah, come on, you could stay here. We have an extra room for you. Mm-hmm. So, like, staying at your house is like staying at a hotel. It's like, a, you know, because it's a bed and breakfast kind of thing. You get the mm-hmm. breakfast, you get yeah. the food. It's it's yeah. wonderful. But if you came to my house because I have a smaller home and I have children. Um, you get the couch. And if you don't like right. sleeping on the couch and being in the middle of the living room and people walking in and out right. you know, all times of the day, uh, this is not the place for you. Right. At all. You want to get a tent and pitch it out back? Not a problem. Go ahead. Yeah. It's yeah. fine with us. Um, but it's, it's, you have to really know where you're staying. Like I, yeah. I I've also stayed at, at Marlo's house before because um, when I yes. did the cubby hole, yes. oh my yeah. gosh, you're treated like a queen there. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. It yeah. was the mints on on the bed, and uh, you know, Frankie the dog was like um, like a butler. He he he'd come in with. I'm just joking. Now he didn't do those things. <laughs> <laughs> He's adorable though. He definitely runs he, the show at that. Well, is. you said Marlo. She just stayed with me recently, and um, and you said June's like a bed and breakfast. Like afterwards, she texts me. And she's like the best bed and breakfast I've ever stayed at because. But but speaking of dogs. I got up and I made breakfast for everybody. My son was going to school that morning. Um, she was here and we'll get to that in just a second. She was here to go to a fundraiser for a friend of ours. And um, I got up and I made this big crescent roll breakfast that had uh, bacon and eggs and cheese in it. And it was like wrapped in a crescent or, or no, I'm sorry. It was ham and eggs and cheese and the crescent roll. And then um, there was fresh fruit and uh, a plate full of bacon. Right. Uh-huh, and so uh-huh. my son got up and he ate breakfast. And then mm-hmm. Marlo ate breakfast. I don't mm-hmm. eat breakfast. A little bit later, she walks in and she goes, did your son just come eat breakfast? And I go, no, no, no. He ate before you. And she's like, okay, because it's all gone now. <laughs> Reggie! <laughs> My box retriever got up on the counter, ate all of the bacon, the rest of the crescent roll, left the fresh fruit. What a jerk. Ate Ate the breakfast. <laughs> you only gave me cold cereal. Now I know why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Reggie wouldn't have touched your cold cereal. But no, you're right. It is. It's 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 fun to be able to stay. Marlo is fantastic. I'm sure that her home is is lovely. And um yeah. 
and so you just mentioned uh, the cubby hole. So we want to tell mm-hmm. people tell people what the cubby hole is. Oh well, um, God placed on Marlo's heart to have a place for um, shows to encourage women. Um, so it's a, what is it? Light, laughter, and love mm-hmm. is. Um, is her saying for the cubby hole. And so they remodeled their basement and created mm-hmm. this space, this working space. And so they've had comedy shows down there. She's had um, uh, training cause she's a, a life coach kind of, yeah. I, I, that's not the right word. Um, but she's, you know, she does things for people. Um, <laughs> Very <specific>. <laughs> good things. Very good things. Well, I, I can't think of the words and, and she's an author. So she's wrote an amazing book yes. that you all should go out. It's, it's available on Amazon. Yeah. Um, Name that book, June. It's God Sprinkles. And I God have sprinkles. Um, my my copy is downstairs. I was actually reading it this morning. It's really good. But yes. but that's you know, that's what we're talking about. The 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 benefit of having these friends um in different parts of the country. And with Marlo, she even went and, you know, like you said, follow the follow the the nudging of God to create a comedy club in her yeah. basement. Yep. And and you know, you think basement like a little no, this is legit. This is a, a huge home with a big basement with the audio stage. and video and you know, that kind of thing. So um yeah. Marlo had come here uh because a friend of ours, Bone Hampton, um, he's a Christian comedian, he's uh basically a son to Shonda Pierce. Um, and has toured with her. Yes. He's an actor. Um, and he's, you know, toured with Shonda for years and just, I mean, he, he's just a, you know, all around, uh, accomplished comedian and friend. And so, uh, Bone got very sick. He's, um, it's probably seven months now, at least that, Mm -hmm. that he's been very sick. And, uh, we were talking before how not all, comedians, because you're self-employed, one of the most difficult things is insurance, is having health insurance. If you're not, um, yes, having good health insurance. If you're not a, um, a, what do you call it? Dual occupation. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, if you're not, if you're not working on your own, you know, fortunately for me, my husband, I'm covered under his health insurance, so I don't have to worry about those things. But anyway, as long as he's been in the hospital, insurance or no bills, financially just, you know, outrageous. And so uh, Marlo came here, drove all the way from Michigan, stayed with Mm -hmm. me. And the next morning we drove um, to Nashville and helped with the fundraiser event for Bone. And I am telling you, we talk about you got a friend, some of the most amazing, um, clean comedians, I believe one of them, maybe not clean, but everyone worked clean. We were at uh, the Brentwood (laughs) Baptist church and, um, they came out and did a show and it was hosted by Shonda Pierce and Tim Hawkins. Uh, mm-hmm. People who were on the lineup. Now there were some people who were on the lineup, but didn't get to come because COVID the Omicron had kind of amped up at that point. And there were some that weren't yeah. able to come, but um, Bob Smiley performed, Ken Davis, Leland Clausen came all the way from Canada, Akatunde, wow. PJ Walsh. Um, and then uh, I met this amazing woman. Um, her name is Egypt Ali. Spoken word artist. She's a spoken word artist. And I think she is like, listen, I I, I listened to some of her stuff the other day. I'm a huge fan. I'm I'm talking just you, you listen to how talented she is. And it just had me hyped up and, and just, just powerful speaker. And she did for the first time, did like a comedic story. Mm. And Bone is somebody who had, 
I guess, encouraged her early on. And so a lot of people might be like, why, why would someone do a comedy thing for the first time? Cause I'm talking, there was over 2000 people there. They packed the whole church. Um, why would someone do comedy for the first time in a, a venue like that with the, you know, Tim Hawkins, Shonda Pierce, you know, Ken Davis, all those folks. I thought it was such a tribute to Bone because he is that person who encourages people um, and especially people. One thing I've told told him is that, you know, as a nobody in comedy, he always has made me feel like I'm somebody. And Mm, that's really encourages people as they get started, you know. And Mm -hmm. so um, so we got to see uh, we got to see Egypt do her first just kind of comedy type set. And Bob Smiley was there and I guess they're real good friends. And so definitely look up all those people. And then on top of that, um, singer too. uh, Yes. Uh, (laughs) I, I, he's an award winning Christian artist, um, contemporary R and B Torin Wells Mm -hmm. and Torin sing he sung the song hills and valleys if you look up Torin and you see the concerts that he puts on the thousands of people that come and see him the accomplishments the songs that he sings that you've probably heard before but didn't you know like me didn't realize oh he sings that song you know Mm -hmm. I, I knew who he was and I knew one of his songs but I didn't know across the board I think he came in from um I think he came from Texas just to sing a song, just, just one song. And, um, Bone did a video from the hospital and they played that video. And of course it had everybody crying. Um, Marlo and, and another volunteer was working one door, myself and Christy Condor, my comedy twin in Nashville was working another door. And we just had a great time with everybody who was there. There were comedians from Texas, friends of ours, the Brights, which I think we're going to have on this season, right? Sherry yes. And- yeah, yeah, we yeah. need to have them on. Yeah, so um, they they flew in just to be there. They came in from Texas. Um, and then um, Candace Kirkpatrick. Okay, not necessarily yeah. a comedian, but the role that she's in right now, she's the comic relief for a, yes. uh, for a TV series, Vindication, which you can see on Pure Flix. Um, you, you should have to look it up. It's a It's a crime drama. But her character is adorable and so funny. Michelle, I have to tell you this. I got a text message from my second cousin in Florida who was like, how do you know Candace? And I said, oh, you know, we, we've we never officially met. It's kind of one of those connections uh, through mm-hmm. Facebook and social media and different friends. And um, I said, I've, you know, I've never officially met her, but uh, she's been really kind and supportive to me as far as comedy. And and I try to, you know, encourage her and in, in her role or whatever. And she said, I have been looking for her for a long time. I didn't know what her married name was. And I always wondered wow. what had happened to her. My cousin and Candace went to high school together and did what? plays. Yes. And they did plays together. And she had wow. just run into somebody the other day, their old drama teacher, I think. And and Karen asked, she said, Hey, do you know, do you know whatever happened to Candy? And the lady was <laughs> like, Oh, yeah, she's she still acts and her last name is Kirkpatrick and all this stuff. She said, Then I looked her up and I was like, How is wait, June's friends with her? How crazy <laughs> is that? How crazy is that? But uh, but anyway, so <laughs> but she came in and I think because her and Leland Clausen, who was on our season, you know, was on our mm-hmm. um, last year, last uh, 
season of life support. Like she came in to see him. Um, yeah. uh, the, one of the founders of corn, the, the metal band corn, um, his name is Brian Welch. Uh, I think his stage name is head and, um, he's in a, he's in a metal band, but he's a Christian and that's I interesting. Guess, yeah. That, go ahead. uh, if it's the metal group called corn, mm-hmm. why his name isn't ear. Hmm. <laughs> right. You would think instead of head, he would be ear. Right. Yeah. And it's corn wondering. with, maybe that's the drummer. With a, yes. It's corn with a K, um, but it has the backwards K. And I think that I, I heard him on an interview one time say that they took that off of Toys R Us. You know, Toys R Us had the backwards <laughs> yeah, letters. And so they yeah. did theirs as if a child had written it. But anyway, um, it was cool to see him because like him and um, Tim Hawkins and Leland after the show, they were just kind of hanging out in the lobby and, and we're just accessible to people and taking pictures Mm -hmm. and, and that kind of stuff. But it was all about being a friend to another comedian coming and supporting. And like that, that's the beautiful thing about having friendships and having friends, you know, friends Mm -hmm. encourage you, they can uh, support you, they can uplift you. Um, they can, uh, you know, you can, the back and forth relationship with friends is mm-hmm. so important because yeah. especially in the day and age that we've been, we're living in now where everyone is isolated and right. um, told to separate and told to stay home. Um, yeah. It's such a good, good thing to have friends that you can reach out and, and still be, um, even if it's not in the same room, it, it, that you can reach out through a video, that you can reach out through yeah. phones. Yeah. It's better to have the face-to-face relationships. It's better to have, you know, go out for coffee and things like that. But if you can't go out for coffee, at, pick up the phone and start talking to people, yeah. not yeah. texting, talk to them. Yeah. It's, it's so important to ha- to hear the voice. It actually, there's, there's something that, you know, physically happens to you when you see somebody that you haven't seen in a while, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you get to smile or like when, you know, talking about like my cousin, I know that if I go visit her, um, then it'll be as if we like years have never passed right? since the last time we saw each other. And that's the same thing with really good friends. You could pick up right where you left off. Yeah. I have, I have another friend in uh, Texas when we both, when we all lived up in Chicago, we were really good friends and our kids were a little at the same time kind of a deal. And I know that if I go to Texas, anytime that she and I see each other, it's like we time yeah. has passed. Yeah. And it's, it's a wonderful thing like that. And I love the fact that so many high caliber comedians came together right. to support their friend, to do yeah. a fundraiser. Because all the people that you listed on that list that performed Mm-hmm. Just going to an individual show of just their show, yeah. that's a, you know, $50 and up ticket. So to yeah. have all of them on one show, yes. oh my gosh, I, I would have loved to have been in the audience. Um, I wasn't able to get away to to go up to be part of that, but um, it was wonderful to see all your posts about it, mm-hmm. to hear the success of it. And yeah. I know it was just a drop in the bucket for Bones um, Medical um, uh, finances. Right. I know that he, he's going to continue to need more. So, I mean, what, what I think we'll do on this episode is I'll make sure that we put a link if yes. people still want to donate to bone that they yes. can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, um, I know that he's still 
you know, working hard, get, trying mm-hmm. to get back up on his feet, trying, you know, trying to, to continue moving forward. And I'm hoping and uh, praying that with the support of his friends and the support of, of good medical care, that um, he'll be back up, you know, not that long from now. I'm hoping. Yeah. That, yeah, that for sure. For sure. And that's the thing, too, is that comedy can be uh, we do a lot of fundraisers for other people. I know you've been involved yeah. in fundraisers for other, you know, uh, corporations and nonprofits and those kind of things. Um, but to be able to take that skill and and use that for your friends, um, that was really precious to see. And just uh, just a reminder to, to comedians, you know, um, that that what we do uh, can encourage people, can warm their mm-hmm. heart can, you know, make their day, but also can be used as a tool to truly help somebody in need. And so yeah. um, I just say, you know, this year, let's keep an eye out for that. Let's pay attention to areas that that we can hop in and be there, um, not only for other people, but for people in our comedy community. Well, Michelle, yeah. I, think, uh, I think that's it for this episode. Yes. I know it went by too fast because I know we have so much more to talk about, about friendships and things like that. So hopefully we can we can cover that in another episode um, because I would love to talk about how your community came together, how the whole um, America came together to go help support Bowling Green and the other areas that were hit by tornadoes and things like that. Like when bad things happen, I love that we people come together and, and it's friends that we haven't met yet. That's really right, what it is. Right. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. We'll definitely talk about the the Bowling yeah. Green um, historic tornado that came through my town just after our last episode last season. So we'll get to that in another episode. But today, I just want to say, Michelle, thank you for being a friend. Um, aw, and it makes me think of Betty White. Traveled down the road and back again. Aw, God rest her soul. That woman. Oh, that amazing woman. So talented. Yeah. Such a legacy. Yeah, but yep, thanks for yep, being yep. thanks for being my friend Michelle and doing this episode. Thank you for being uh, my friend. You, <laughs> you can catch the Live Support podcast <laughs> on Captivate FM, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Spotify, Player FM, and others. Don't forget to find us on YouTube and the Creative Motion Network on Roku and Vimo, Vimo, Vimeo, Vimeo, Vimeo. I don't know, and Vimeo. Vimeo. All right. All right. <laughs> Uh, Jesus and Junebug loves you. That's it for this episode. Tell them bye, Michelle. Bye, Michelle. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you another time.